Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Hi, here we are. Here we are. Another recording. Yes, and we're going to continue to part two of forgiveness. Yeah, it's uh, so much in this little book. I got my book and started reading it, and I, I didn't get far because I want to soak it in and and just read it really slow and go to scripture that it's bringing out. And um, There's a, a lot, lot in this book. There's a lot of good stuff. Let's just uh, let's give the name again. This book is called The Gift of Forgiveness. It's just a tiny little book. Mm-hmm. It's by Denise Renner. Um, literally, we're looking at, is it 65 pages, Naomi? Yeah, 65. yeah, 65 pages. But, I mean, I have to say that this is probably the best book on forgiveness that I've ever, re- that I've ever read. Mm-hmm. Because it just makes me, and this obviously is in the book as well, um, we're actually on page 20, that, you know, the very last lesson that Christ gave us, dying on the cross, like his last breath given was another lesson for us, Mm -hmm. which is why we should realize it's probably one of the most important lessons when he said on the cross, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they're doing. Yes. And then he took his last breath. Yeah. I mean, that has to... He taught to the very end. Yeah. Right. And it is hard to forgive. I mean, I'll admit it. It's very, it's very hard because we find every excuse or justification or reason why we shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, we almost, and it could be the enemy lying to, a, to ourselves that, that we got to hold on to it and that they don't deserve it. And really, because the enemy knows how freeing it would be if we would just give it away and... and give it to the Lord yeah. and not carry it. You know, but the thing that I think we, that we're learning through this book is that if we don't forgive, then we hold somebody, that, that offender captive in that sin. Right. We have to take responsibility for that. Because if we're not releasing it to the Lord, then we're holding it. Yeah, and there was, uh, in my study notes today, I was reading in Luke, and uh, it said, withholding forgiveness is God's prerogative, not ours. And I just thought that was so, um, I just thought it was so enlightening that, you know, it isn't our prerogative. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't just get to say, well, they don't deserve forgiveness so why why should I give them any forgiveness that's that's not that's not ours to say that we're not the judge we aren't and you know Christ died to take away our sins right we surely want our sins forgiven right we do (laughs) so why are we holding other people captive in their own 
junk. And and some of those people, like even the book says, and, and as we know, there could be offenses that people have done that they don't realize that they have done, but then we're not going to forgive them for that. I, mm-hmm. I just, I don't get that. Mm-hmm. You know, that to me, that just does not make sense. Right. You know, because we're all going to disappoint each other mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah. But does that mean we... We hold people in that place where they can't move in the calling that the Lord, you know, what the Lord has for them. Yeah, because that's how serious it is. That's what scripture that we brought out last time in John, how we're yeah. retaining um, Let's read that sins. scripture again. Yeah, it's, it's John 20, mm-hmm. verses 21 through 23. Yeah. It says, So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. And I think we even mentioned this last time is... You know, first of all, he said, peace to you. And mm-hmm. then he uh, he breathed on them and said to receive the Holy Spirit. Because you know what? We need the Holy Spirit to be able to forgive people. And to love people. And to love people. And don't you think we have to love people to forgive people? Yeah. You know, that kind of mm-hmm. goes hand in hand. Right. And, oh. I mean, it is, it, it's hard to love people. It is. You know, I mean, we I were know talking we've, about that. we've had, yeah, many discussions. And it's easy to love people that think like you, act like you, do the things that you do, that, you know, um, enjoy the things that you like. But Can I just read something? Yeah. Because this is what I was studying this morning. Okay. In Luke uh, 6... 32 it goes exactly with that it Mm. says but if you love those who love you what credit is that to you for even sinners love those who love them and if you do good to those who do good to you what credit is that to you for even sinners do the same and if you lend to those from whom you hope to receive back what credit is that to you For even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much back. But love your enemies, do good, and lend, hoping for nothing in return, and your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High. I don't know. Mm. We were talking about that, and it's easy to love lovable people. Right, right. But people that are not like us or people that are... um, may say things that offend us or Mm -hmm. that are you know or um even if their walk doesn't look like ours it's easy to fall in that pit of comparing and that's a pit you don't want to get in right yeah because we can't we can't compare no i mean the lord has us on different walks like my walk is different than yours yours is different than mine we have a lot of similarities, mm-hmm. um, but the Lord takes us to places that He knows we need we need to walk through, mm-hmm. um, and it's different for everyone, right? You know. 
So we can't even fall in that pit of, well, they should be doing this because they know what the word says, mm -hmm. or they should be doing it this way, or mm. you know, they should be doing more, or they should be doing less of what they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, that just falls back into judging, and we're we're not the judge. Right. And there you are creating something that you're going to have to, you feel in your mind, you're going to have to forgive that person for just because they're not doing it the same way that you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. On page twenty of this book, it says. Most Christians don't realize the kind of power they have in the spirit realm, a power that can operate both positively and negatively. For instance, several people could be having a wonderful time talking to one another, but if another person enters the scene who is angry and upset, the entire atmosphere and conversation often changes to fit the angry person's mood. That is so true, isn't it? Man, that spoke to me because I know I've probably done that, honestly. Mm -hmm. You know? Same. Which, gosh, that stinks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, no. I, there's nothing good to say about We're that. We're being real truthful here. Yeah, very truthful. <laughs> you know, it says um, our attitudes affect people, and they yeah. do. I mean, we know this. And an attitude of unforgiveness is especially powerful. When we don't forgive, we hold people in the place they are in. Right. They are hindered from changing and going further in God because we have kept them tied to their sin. And I just don't want to be responsible for that. No. Like that is something I don't even need on my plate to be responsible for. Yeah. It just keeps, I just keep going back to that scripture that we need to judge ourselves, not you know, so not to be judged. Yeah. Like we really have to, I know Looking I keep grilling that, but yeah, we really have to because we need to even, I think I even tell clients that like we even have to ask forgiveness for our attitudes or even our thoughts um, because we surely don't want to stand before the Lord and him say, you know, you had such a bad attitude in this and it made this person lead down to this road, which was not what he had plan plan for him. him yeah just from an attitude that we gave yeah that's a scary thought right if you go to page 23 in this book naomi it says our responsibility to release others through forgiveness um which i think i had mentioned last week about it being our responsibility to do that but mm -hmm. there's some good stuff on this page too mm -hmm. um it says we need to forgive just as quickly as Stephen did. When our offenders are throwing stones at us, we must immediately free them and not hold it to their charge. Mm -hmm. What do you think that looks like? Oh, man. So if, <laughs> if we're offended, it says we must immediately free them and not hold it to their charge. Like, what, what, what does that even look like, do you think? Well, like... Just to give a recap on S Stephen, he was the one um, that the Apostle Paul was given the order to stone. So yeah. Stephen was about to be not just little stones. These oh, were yeah. like he was gonna be killed type stones yeah. Yeah, to death. And so Stephen at that moment, right, right before he was about to um, pass away, from this earth, he asked for forgiveness. He 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 told he asked the Lord to forgive 
to forgive Paul. Paul. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and he didn't even know at the time that Paul was the future Paul. I think he was Saul. Obviously, yeah, he was he Saul, was Saul, at, Saul the at the time. And so, what you know, that's even a scary thought as to what would have happened in Saul's life if Stephen, Stephen didn't forgive. Didn't forgive. Yeah. Right. And would, it, would Paul have had that Damascus Road experience even? Right. Right. So I think that when it says when our offenders are throwing stones at us, we must immediately free them and not hold it to their charge. I think that the only way we can do that is instantly go to the Lord. When you feel yourself starting to be offended, because what does offense turn into? It turns into unforgiveness and then that can turn into bitterness and resentment yeah so you're just all those tormentors deeper. we talked yeah. about last week so i think it's when you catch yourself being offended that that's when you immediately just have to recognize that mm -hmm. and then because again it's like we said it's god's love in us that allows us to be able to even forgive. So we have to immediately turn to God to be able to immediately free that offense. And even if we have to ask the Holy Spirit to help us with Absolutely. that. Absolutely, yeah. You know, yeah. He's gonna help us with it. Mm -hmm. It also says, if God is calling you to release someone in your life, and we talked a lot about this, don't try to change that person. Right, because Ooh. We all probably try to do that. Well, if they would stop doing that, then mm -hmm. I could forgive them. Or when they, or if they would. Yes. All the what ifs. Yeah. Like, you know, they would read their Bible. Yeah. If they would just go to church. If or, they would be in a Bible study. Yeah. If they would stop doing that. Yeah. Um, you know, but that's not what God is telling us to do. I mean, Stephen was being stoned stone. at the moment yeah like in the midst of being stoned yeah he, he asked the lord to, to mm. forgive them mm -hmm. just like jesus on the cross yeah at the midst of being crucified he asked the lord to forgive them right wow yeah. it says choose to forgive him so you can see him meaning the offender walking in freedom one day it is so vitally important that you forgive quickly and refuse to hold on to an offense. Yeah. I think we just have to keep that in our minds that what Jesus did and you know even Stephen here as the example that if we keep that fresh in our mind knowing that we're not enduring anything near what Jesus no. or being someone being stoned to death. We're not right. experiencing that. Right. Our offense or whatever happened to us mm -hmm. is not is not like being crucified. But then, what what about you know what about okay? Let's just take this to real life. Okay, um, what about those people who are who've been so wronged? You know, so wronged, let's say, in their marriage mm -hmm. for many, many years. Or something has happened to someone. You know, maybe they've been physically or sexually mm -hmm. abused. Or, I mean, we're talking some major things, mm -hmm. you know. Well, I think just that's why I said it's not, it's not similar to being crucified on the cross. Right. It's not. We can't compare. We can't our, compare. Our offense or the thing that happened to us to what Jesus did for us. Right. 
And those things are real to those yes, people. They are. They're very real to those people. And I, I think that that's why, going back to the scripture, that um, that we, you know, when they, when Jesus breathed uh, the Holy Spirit into them, that was the very first instruction they were given was to forgive. Yeah. Like so, I think that that's how important it is for us to to do and to practice because and, it'll and, free us. And I think people have to learn it. Yeah. They have to learn forgiveness mm -hmm. and, and the depth of it. It's not just forgive because Christ forgave you, right. period. It's not that easy. No, I mean, as, as we've learned, I think it... <sighs> It is is it goes so much deeper, you know. This also says, um, "Let's cry out to God to make us more like Stephen," mm -hmm. because we have to. I mean, Stephen was being stoned; he was being physically abused, physically yeah. hurt. Mm -hmm. um, it says, "Let's develop an urgency in our spirits to immediately release people at the moment of their offense." And then third, let it never be said that we are responsible for holding one person captive in the prison of past offenses or sins. Mm -hmm. Even, you know, I, I can't even imagine some of the things that people have gone through and the offenses towards them. Yeah. Um, I can't even imagine it, don't want to imagine it. I'm sure, you know, some of the most horrific things. Um, but I think, you know, even those last words of Jesus on the cross, he said it for a reason, mm -hmm. you right. know. Yeah, to think that was his very last words here on earth to us was, you know, him asking the Lord to forgive them. So it, it's, it's so vital, like the book says, it's so vital that we forgive our offenders immediately. And so how do we do that? Like, let's... Let's go through some really um, important key, not really steps because they're, you know, people will do them in the order that, that works for them. Um, but I would say, what are some things that people can do to be able to forgive? Well, I mean. How do you learn forgiveness? Like what we were saying, it has to be taught. Right, and I mean, I think we have to look at, at Jesus, you know, and go back to, um, I think it's in um, Matthew. Uh, let me just see, Matthew, maybe Matthew 18, around 21 or 22. Um, you know, when Peter came to Jesus yeah. and asked him, how many times do I forgive? Mm -hmm. You know, and Jesus said, 70 times 7, meaning you may have to forgive somebody an infinite amount of times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because again, we're not the one to be able to make that call for someone like whether we should forgive them or not. We're not the judge of that. Are we going to hold on? Are we going to hold on to the fact that we're holding on and we're making it our prerogative to keep somebody in captivity of their sin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not our right to do. It isn't. It isn't. 
I mean, and I think it, it first, we have to first change our attitude. Yeah. Because we're going to get disappointed, we're going to get offended, but it's what we do with that. Are we going to hold on to it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the more we practice it, the quicker we'll be able to recognize it. Like, we may get offended and, and then realize, man, I'm still like feeling a little yeah. Um, a little different about this person. Like, yeah. did they they must have Yeah, I must really have been offended by what they said. I need to release that. And, you know, it had been two weeks had passed. But as the more we forgive people, it might have been like, oh, just, a, you know, a couple of days to where it just immediately. We, mm-hmm. we need to work towards that word immediately. Yeah. And it's, wor- and it's work. It's not just going to happen. Right. I mean, we're fleshy people. Mm-hmm. So I know one thing I've always been, been told, and of course the word says, is to pray for your enemies. Yeah. And you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna first be very very reluctant it's gonna feel weird it's gonna feel forced but i am telling you it absolutely works yeah, it i does. have used it in my own life mm-hmm. and it does it feels like you don't want to do it they don't deserve your prayers you're gonna have all those horrible attitudes and thoughts but the more you do it you will see a shift yes you will slowly see that shift in your attitude and your thoughts, and then you'll be able to say their name instead of just saying a generic person. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll be able to say their name in your prayers. Before you know it, you're praying for good things for that person. You're praying that God blesses that person, that, mm. that they accept um, God's love and grace in their life. And before you know it, you have you have released all that to the Lord and you have forgiven without even realizing you have forgiven. And that's just through the power of prayer. And you know, we can do that because if we're believers in Christ, we're redeemed. Mm -hmm. We are redeemed people. Mm -hmm. Something that we, you know, we need to think about because if we are redeemed by the blood of Jesus, Yes. My goodness. And if we're being obedient, because mm. it says to be doers of the word, if we're being obedient, God knows that when the word was written to pray for your enemies, that it wasn't going to come natural for us. No. Like he knew it wasn't going to be easy for us, but he's put that in there. Therefore, we need to follow that. Yeah. Um, I mean, he knows what's best. So he wants us to be released from that more than he wants the offender to be released from that. It's it's for both well, parties. Well, don't you think, like we talked about last time, it's uh, he doesn't want us to hold on to those tormentors yeah. of bitterness yeah, like and we, resentment. Yeah, exactly. And, you know? Yeah. Because what happens when, when we're holding on to that and holding on to judgment and criticism and it affects your life it affects other relationships too doesn't it think about that when you have a uh, an offense to one person and and there's other people that are are related or friends with them or association with them it affects more than just your relationship with that person if it goes so much more deeper and and don't you think that when we ask the lord for grace and mercy yeah we can't be hypocrites Oh my goodness like we've got to give grace and mercy to other people yeah even when it's hardest you know just we just we have to get in the habit of praying where we're at I always say that pray 
right where you're at, even mm -hmm. if it feels wrong to pray for something like, Lord, help me to like this person or help me to forgive this person. Mm -hmm. You got to pray exactly where you're at because God already knows where you're at. He yeah. wants you to know where you're at, right? Yeah, no kidding. Sometimes that's the lesson. Yeah. He wants you to learn where you're at so you can move on from that and mm. stop making the same mistake. Oh my goodness, yeah. That is so true. Just looking um, more in this book, gosh, I just, I wish more people could get their hands on this book yeah. and like just read it and let it kind of soak in and marinate mm -hmm. what forgiveness is. Yeah. Because seriously, I mean, I'm keeping this in my Bible to go back and, and you know, reread and reread and reread because, I mean, I don't, I don't know. We haven't looked this up, but, you know, the Lord talks about forgiveness in so many places in the yeah. Bible. And... And, and that, it, that's a good point. We got to go to the Word in the Bible to even learn about forgiveness. Yeah. Along with the prayer that we talked about. Yeah. And um, also, it, I know in my own journey, it's helped to understand where that person is, to be able to extend uh, empathy and compassion. Mm, yeah. Because you have to, I've asked myself, well, why... Why does that person do that? Why do they act the way that they're acting? Mm. Um, you know, and sometimes you kind of go deep into how were they raised? What what did they learn? Are they around people that are actually positive or negative? Are they learning this from other people? And it allowed me to be able to forgive quicker because I understood what the place in their life that they were at. Like why, if, when I learned that, I was like, why would I expect anything different from them? Mm -hmm. then? And then you'd kind of know how to pray even in a, in a different way yeah. for that person. Like, Lord, heal their heart or, right. or put somebody good in their life that's positive yeah. or help them to see that their health is important. They need to take care of themselves or you start to learn about them and then you can have more specific prayers for that person. Mm -hmm. That's Absolutely. helped. There's um, a saying in this book, it says, it isn't what is done against us that matters. It is what Jesus has done for us. Mm, and it, absolutely. I mean, it, that's really what, what matters. I mean, because the bottom line is we're all just people. Mm -hmm. You know, we have, we have flaws. We have imperfections. Um, we have brokenness with different things, um, but it's really, it's really what Jesus has done for mm -hmm. us that truly, truly matters, and we have to look at that. And it's not just us; it's Jesus died on that cross for everyone. Yeah, everyone, not just the believer, right? And as believers, I mean, I think we're supposed to set an example. Sometimes we just, we miss it. We mm -hmm. miss the mark. Yeah. You know, but we got, we, ha we have to realize that and we have to do a little bit better mm -hmm. um, in that. Yeah. What else we got, Nay? 
I don't know. I was just kind of looking down at my Bible. I was flipped to Matthew 18 and verse 33. It, it talks about what we just said, that should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant, just as I had pity on you. Mm. I was Jesus talking. That's yeah. Red. So, yeah, we. I think that if we stayed humble, if we continue to stay humble to ourselves and recognize that we need a Savior, that we won't be so quick to judge. Mm-hmm. Like, like we need to put the finger towards us first mm-hmm. before we try to point fingers to others mm-hmm. and say, you know, they don't deserve that or or they shouldn't be doing this or that. We just, we need to like, we need to make sure our life is up and up, you know? Yeah, and you know, we've talked about this so many times about, you know, are we doing and enough for the Lord, but it isn't the doing the works part, but is it the fruit part of our life? If we're going to be, if we're going to say that we're believers, yeah, is our, is our life showing that? Right. That would be a really good one to dive deep into a podcast. Like mm-hmm. what does your walk look like? Like what is your, what you're saying, your, your fruits? Is it showing that you are, that you have a surface relationship with Christ or yeah. you have a, a deeper, deep, deep relationship with Christ? Mm-hmm. What does it look like? And there is not, a big difference. It is a big difference. And it's not to, again, be comparing ourselves with people. But I think it's to do that, um, you know, that self-reflection of, you know where are we with Christ? So I don't know. I think that's that's going to be a good next podcast for yeah. sure. Yeah, maybe we can dive into that. So yeah, I think we hit on some things that can help us start to work towards forgiving. And as we practice more of it, it will get easier and easier as mm-hmm. we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we could just end with this prayer that's in the back of this book. Yeah, what do you think great. about? Yeah, you about wanna, that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this is um, a prayer of forgiveness. Uh, here's the prayer. Heavenly Father, please forgive me for holding unforgiveness toward others in my heart. I ask you to cleanse me by the blood of Jesus of all resentment and bitterness and to help me release each of my offenders from the prison I've held them in through my unwillingness to forgive. God, I ask you to please forgive my offenders and to bless them. Do not charge their sin to their account. I know that Jesus paid for their sins, so I ask you, Lord, to please forgive them. And please, Lord, forgive me for holding anything in my heart against them. Cleanse me right now with your precious blood. Father, thank you for the power and responsibility you have given me to remit and release others through forgiveness. Right now, by faith in Jesus' name, I set my offenders free. Thank you for forgiving me as I forgive them. From this day forward, I purpose to forgive from my heart all those who trespass against me so that they can be free to change and I can be free to live in the fullness of your love, peace, and joy. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 
Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.